is in session this is the draft seminar rookie profile series hosted by matt hicks the ff educator and i am joined as always by john lob the gridiron scholar and we are at it here with matt corral matt corral's rookie profile episode the entire rookie profile series is simulcast on the rookie big board youtube channel rookie big board podcast channel and of course the nfl draft bible podcast network you can catch more of john's work at footballdiehards.com and all of my work at patreon.com slash the ff educator and that does include my 2022 rookie big board rankings john matt corral just absolutely hooked college football watchers. And I think he's going to have a similar type of, of uh, allure here for fantasy football players and the NFL community at large. I believe the draft buzz is slowly building for Matt Corral. And I think part of it is there is a large difference of opinion who the top quarterback is in the draft class. I think he slipped under the radar because he got hurt in the bowl game and he was the only one of the kind of consensus top six quarterbacks not to go to the senior bowl. And now people are starting to do their research. They're starting to look at the numbers, watching some film. And then there are some big national draft scouts who started to talk about Matt Corral. I like him a lot. This is our fourth quarterback preview that we've done, Matt. And he deserves a spot in my top four rankings. If you look at the career that he put on at Mississippi in the SEC, it's rather impressive. First off, you notice right away, he is a dual threat quarterback. I don't know if everyone understands how good he is with his legs, Matt. And if you look in 2021 last year, he was the Connerly Trophy winner and second team All-SEC. He really had a terrific season. He threw for 3,300 yards for the second year in a row, and he had a 20-to-5 touchdown-to-interception ratio. He was a finalist for the Manning Award, the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award, and he was a semifinalist for the Maxwell and the Davey O'Brien Awards. Very good decorative season. 2020, he was the finalist for the Manning Award, and third-team All-SEC. Again, he threw for over 3,300 yards two years ago. But the little blemish that we'll talk about later, 29-14 to 14 touchdown-to-interception ratio two years ago. At Ole Miss, Matt, I was surprised looking at the all-time leaders. He finished third all-time in passing yards and touchdowns. And that's with the Manning family getting <laughs> diplomas from Mississippi, Arch and Eli. But he did finish at Mississippi, the all-time leader among quarterbacks with 1,388 yards rushing. He's only the third player at Mississippi to complete 20 touchdown passes in consecutive campaigns. And you go back to high school in the state of California, he was a four-star prospect in U.S. Army All-American selection. Matt, 
I like him. What does your film study tell our viewers about Matt Corral? Matt Corral, John, I feel like is one of the least conceptually understood quarterbacks in this class. I, I think folks really struggle to understand exactly who he is, but I have a really interesting tape review on him here. I do start with the mental processing ability here. I think he reads uh, RPOs really well. It was really a foundation of that uh, Mississippi offense there. Uh, he understands uh, really how to work through his progressions. He executed what was asked of him. You talked about the, the that touchdown interception ratio, a significant improvement in 2021 here with his ability to read the field. And you could see a, a jump in development and mental processing. So I consider that to be a, a high uh, benefit for Matt Corral. And, and the reason I say that, John, and setting it up a little bit more than I normally do, Matt Corral is going to be a game manager at the next level. And I mean that in the best way possible. It's a term we usually use negatively, but I need folks to understand that as fun as Matt Corral was this year, he's going to be playing in a game manager type role. He can still be elevated and be a really great fantasy football option, but I want folks to keep him in that context. His mechanics are strong here. He, is, he displays really quick footwork. He has a very clean throwing motion, a quick arm, a really quick, nice, smooth release uh, to his ball, and he does very well keeping his body closed, and it helps his accuracy. Matt Corral has great mobility. I want you to listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying athleticism. I'm saying mobility. He's a mobile quarterback. He's willing to rush the ball. He's not a pure athlete, but he does display explosiveness, and he has a power running ability. He can be an effective red zone rushing quarterback at the next level. Here's the downside, John. I need him to get more comfortable in the pocket. He was almost empowered too much to run and scramble outside of that pocket. He didn't look comfortable in that offense. He didn't look confident, and he felt pressure a little bit too easily. Let's jump into the numbers here a little bit more, John. First thing I'm going to say, he's listed at 6'1", 205. And I don't usually like to judge on the field because it can be deceptive how big or small a player is. I am very interested in what is his natural, what is the actual size. 5'11", 6 foot. Is he there? We're going to find out soon at the Combine. And how heavy is he? He does look thin on tape, but it could be muscular. Muscular, You know, it could just be a really good frame with a lot of muscle. Let's, so let's see how big he is. But, Matt, my model likes him a ton. You and I featured him last summer on the Debbie shows that we did. And I had mentioned my model. I thought Matt Corral was going under the radar. Too many people focused on those interceptions from 2020 and didn't look at the greater context. First, I'm going to start off with his escapability. You mentioned it with mobility. I gave him an A minus. He manipulates the pocket. He gets away from pass rushers. And Matt, he can scramble. There's one game, and I hope an NFL coach never does this. And I said it on the CFF podcast. I was livid. He had 30 carries against Tennessee, Matt, for 195 yards. You cannot do that to a quarterback. And I'm telling you, if you watch Matt Corral, he never was the same after that. I think he had injuries that were under the radar because I watched a lot of him. He got dinged up against the Volunteers in that game. No quarterback should carry the football 30 times. That is simply out of control. But it also shows you, how willing he is as a team leader and competitor. They needed him in that game, and he did it, but he pushed himself too hard. 
in my model, he hits five of my six benchmarks, Matt. 32 games played, bingo. Passing efficiency, 160.3, five points over my benchmark. Yards per attempt, 9.1. He's throwing the ball deep down the field, Matt. And I mentioned it. If you take out the six-interception game against Arkansas, he would get my benchmark touchdown-to-interception ratio of 3-1. to one. But that game existed, so we have to – he doesn't hit the benchmark. That's the only one. He has a 57-23 to 23 career touchdown-interception ratio. But what I said last summer, and I'm going to say this again about that Arkansas game, he never asked out of the game. He kept fighting – and not many people would go into the game when they'd thrown five touchdowns. They would have said, coach, or the coach would have benched him. And he started the next week. I give that young man credit. His rushing equity, 22%. I like this young man a lot. I would not be surprised if he's the first quarterback off the board, Matt. A team falls in love with him. What does the fantasy football world need to know about Matt Corral? Yeah, John, similar to what you just suggested, I have Matt Corral right in that mix to be the first quarterback off the board. Day one mid is my current NFL draft projection for him, which if you've been following along, you know lines up very well with the top four quarterbacks here. The next couple months are going to determine who ends up going first to fourth, but I think all of these guys are in a fairly interchangeable place right now. In terms of his fantasy football tier, I'm putting him in that league winner tier here. Uh, so we're talking about back end of quarterback one territory here, a uh, high end quarterback two in a super flex league. I think Matt Corral is going to be a weapon that you can consistently plug into your fantasy football lineups. Now, of course, I mentioned he has that kind of a game manager, uh, and again, not in a bad way, but that game manager kind of archetype, right? We're going to have to watch very carefully who the weapons are around him and how well his coach can scheme for him. His current, uh, or I'm projecting his his rookie ADP here to level out as a mid to late round one guy. Not everybody is in on Matt Corral, which I do think pushes him down the board maybe a little bit more. Maybe you see less upside compared to a guy like Malik Willis, which might push him a little bit down the board here. But John, my personal exposure to him, I'm definitely going to get in on it here. I have it listed as mid. I'm going to get Matt Corral where I can because I do think that he can be a really fun player, John. And like I said, a consistent cog in your fantasy football lineup, John. Just like I hope the Rookie Profile Series is a consistent source of fantasy football insight for all of our listeners to make sure it is. You got to be subscribed here, whether you're listening, whether you're watching on YouTube. And as always, we appreciate you checking. 